Welcome everyone to the Gold Digger Girls podcast, where we talk about crushing your goals and creating the life of your dreams. I'm Kimberly Olson, your host, and today I have a special guest, Amy McNally, who's going to be on today, and I get a chance to interview her. Um, She is wonderful. So first, let me welcome you really quick, and I'll tell you guys how I met her. So welcome, Amy. Thanks for being on. Thank you so much. I am honored that you asked me to be a part of this, and I'm looking forward to it. Good. I am so excited. I think my people are going to love this. So, and some of them might even have have seen you uh, in some of the groups and stuff we've done together. So Amy and I got connected. We have been in uh, different groups. We're actually in the same network marketing company and actually on the same team, which is really cool. We're sideline sisters. And so I kind of seen, you know, Amy around and I just really liked her energy, just seemed always very happy and smiley. And I loved her curiosity post. She's really good at attraction marketing. I was actually using her Post for examples in some of my trainings. So some of you guys might go, oh, that's how I know her name. And so since then, we've collaborated on a couple of different things. She actually put together a free training program for one of my boot camps on tapping. And all the girls were getting such great feedback on it that I decided to bring her on as the second speaker for this year's online online social media influencer summit. She's going to do a special tapping specifically for those that are network marketing entrepreneurs in sales. And that's just really incredible. So if you're not familiar to having sure we'll touch on that at some point, but basically it's just a great strategy to implement, to help you overcome any blocks that you have, which most of us experience if we're honest with ourselves. So anyways, I'm a huge fan, Amy, and I know my people are just going to love you so much. So to start, why don't you share a little bit about your background as far as you know your career and what got you to where you are today? Yeah, I would love to. So my journey is, is very unique. Um, I'll go back to high school. So in high school, I knew that I wanted to be a family therapist. Like I was extremely driven, like a book nerd to the T. Like I never went out. Like I was like home studying on the weekends. It was like a legit thing. Um, And so, (laughs) right. Yeah. As soon as I graduated, I went and got my four-year degree in psychology. And then from there, again, very much book nerd, like didn't leave the house on the weekends, didn't go out partying. Like I was very focused. And so as soon as I got my four-year degree, I jumped into a three-year master's program because that's what you need to be a marriage and family therapist. So I did that. And it was really cool because a part of my master's program, it actually, you had to work in the field. So it was like a practicum where you had to be like in the field doing work. And it was amazing because I actually landed a paid one. So it was like, I was getting my master's. I had a paid practicum, which was basically just a a paid job in my profession. And it was amazing. Life was great. That's awesome. So you, so how, okay, so you had undergrad, three years of master's, and then how long did you do that, the family and marriage counseling? That's a good question. So I, let me see, I left therapy in April of 2017. I was able to to walk away from that, and I've been a full-time entrepreneur ever since. That's amazing. And for those listening, I know a lot of you, know my story that I was in corporate America for 20 years and really wanted, it wasn't even just to completely quit, but it was sort of the only option, you know, and what I did, you either did it full-time or didn't. And I even tried the part-time thing for a little bit and I just had gotten too much of a taste of working from home. But a lot of people desire that, you know, they, they, they're in corporate America, even if you went to school and you, you end up in a field like you did, Amy, with something that you went to school for 
but there's this desire in you to work for yourself. So how did you make that trans transition as far as your desire, but also how did you make that happen? Yeah. So it was interesting. Like once I was working in the field, I, I quickly realized, unfortunately, that it was not what I thought it was going to be, you know, and so I, it was my first taste of having like a, you know, a big girl job, and, you know, being <laughs> completely done with college. And I, I guess I'm not sure what I thought it was going to be. But for me, I was commuting to Tampa. I live in Clearwater, Florida. So I was commuting to Tampa. The, the traffic was insane. It was taking me almost an hour one way. And then I know you can relate to this. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, getting to work and then getting home from work. And it was just that alone had me searching for other alternatives because I was like, I cannot keep doing this. Like just the stress of commuting alone was like, it was not doing, it was not helping me any. And so then it was like little things, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. I firmly believe that everything happens for a reason. And it was like, you know, the traffic was our roadblock number one. And then it was like, my, my clients started canceling. And then, so what happens in most structures when you're doing therapy is that if you're not seeing clients, like you are not on salary, like no clients, no paycheck. So kind of in a way, an entrepreneur, as far as that's how, you, you know, it wasn't salary. You have to have clients to do that. Yeah. Right. And you had, you had to work around their schedules, which was a whole nother thing. So like, I, I could not create my own schedule in the sense of it was like, you know, if client A was available at 8 PM on a Tuesday and that was it, like I had to make that work. And that was really, oh. yeah, <laughs> that sounds brutal. It was. So it was like, I just kept getting these signs, right? Or these little roadblocks. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I need to look for something else. Like the, you know, between the stress of the commuting and then the stress of honestly not knowing what my paychecks were going to be each week. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, okay, like, you know, I have a mortgage, I have a vehicle payment. Like, am I going to have clients this week? Am I not? So I really, at that point, started looking for um, something to supplement my income at first. Like I had no idea that it would allow me to to walk away completely from therapy I was just like I need you know some extra money each month so right that now. was yeah <laughs> right now to pay these bills plus too I think when you go to you're raised to go to school like when I grew up it was like of course you go to college because that's what that generation you know our parents didn't really do that or they just thought that was the way and so I think when you're thinking about okay this isn't a good fit for me whether it be the commute or the schedule then you think well, now what am I going to do? Because you think that you have to go into this other career. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm not using what I used. And I think that sometimes messes with people. They don't understand it doesn't have to be all or none, but your new norm could be something totally different, which is kind of what happened to you. So what did you, what did you transition into as far as something on the side? So I actually joined a network marketing company. And again, it, I, I don't think anybody necessarily joins network marketing being like, yes, this is my, you know, ticket to success. I'm going to be able, all my hopes and dreams are going to come through. <laughs> like, I was just like, hey, if I could make, you know, 200 to 500 extra dollars a month, like my life would look radically different. Like it right. would, it would take a lot of stress off of me. So a really good friend of mine, I saw her join the company. And I, and I just saw the success she was having. And I was like, Hey, if, if, 
if I'm going to try anything, like, let me try this, you know? And I was scared. Like, you know, that's the other thing. Like, I think people don't talk about that when it comes to network marketing. Like, they don't. They, they're, I was terrified. I didn't even have that extra money to really spend to even join. But I, it was like, I knew in my gut, like, I can't even explain it, but I was like, I have to, I have to try. Like, mm-hmm. I have to try because what I'm doing right now is not working. So, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and hoping something changes. And I knew I was like, if I want my situation to change, I, I have to try. Yeah, that's exactly how I was too. I didn't have the money I put on a credit card, which we just cut up our credit cards, but I had like my one secret American Express left. And I told, told Scott, I'm like, I ordered you some shampoo. It's really great for like combating hair loss, you know, and as a guy, he's like, oh, okay, that sounds good. Like he didn't have a clue until later. I was like, okay, so I actually spent a few hundred dollars to get started, but I tripled that, you know, when I got the, the bonuses and stuff, I'm like, okay, here's my cards. Like, okay, totally fit there, but but it all worked out. But yeah, lesson learned. You shouldn't do that. But I did that too. I was just like, but I remember signing up because like you, I finally got my mind around. I got to give this a try. Like what I'm doing is clearly not working. I'm miserable. I'm stressed out. I am so stressed about money. That's the thing. It was just like weighing on me. And so I said, I'm just going to do it. And when I did, then it was like, holy cow, what did I just do? You know, you're like, I don't even know how to do network marketing. And there's all these cliches and stuff. And so I think it was good that you had a good example, a good role model, you know, and obviously, you know, you love the company. So when you got started with it, what did you think with it as far as getting started? Like, were you afraid or did you have any challenges? Like what did, how did that happen for you? What did that look like? Like getting started with it? Yeah. So it was kind of a huge identity thing for me because, you know, like we talked about, it was like, okay, I'm a marriage and family therapist, which in my mind, you know, it, it comes with accolades and you would think, oh, that for that sure. Was- Your master's. Yeah. And you would think like, oh, that person is successful. Like why on earth she now trying to sell me a product or, or, or why is she doing this? So it was a huge identity thing for me. Like I really had to, to come to terms with, first of all, it's okay to do both. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so, um, something else that really helped me is that the average millionaire, and maybe this statistic has changed, but, um, the average millionaire has seven streams of, of revenue or income. Yeah. I think that's still true. Mm-hmm. And so I had to keep like, convincing myself of that because it's like again like we grew up thinking like you go to college and you get your one job and then you're there like for the rest of your life and that's that yeah Yeah. and so I was like it was almost like training myself to be like it's okay to have more than one source of income it's okay it's it's not deemed as a failure it's deemed as wow this this woman is ambitious Mm -hmm. and so it was such a mindset shift for me. Like, again, people, I don't think enough people are talking about this because it's, it's not like you join and it's just like this up, you know, this rainbows and butterflies, right? Like there are a lot of, you know, mental things that, that go on with it. There's a, I just, a lot yeah. of stuff that makes you think and enforces you out of your comfort zone. So once I kind of wrap my head around that, you know, like, I'm going to do this, like, you know, because I, I was, failure wasn't really an option for me. I was like, I'm either going to go all in and try or, you know, I'm, I'm going to try it and it's not going to be successful, but at least I know, like I gave it my all type thing. Mm-hmm. So I got my head around, like, it's okay to do this. And then like, 
And then there was another hurdle. Then it was like, oh my gosh, now I have to share this. Like, <laughs> I know, no, you really don't even think that. First, you're thinking, can I do this? And then you go, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> and, then, and then what do I do now? <laughs> that could be a whole nother podcast, like five steps of like starting your, your network marketing business. But it was like so many things that you, you don't really think about. But then I was like, oh my gosh, people are going to think that I, I failed in my career. Like people are going to think that, you know, I wasn't successful and that I had to do this to, to supplement my income, which was true, obviously, but just the, the things that we think about. And so it's like, I, I had to get through that hurdle, mm-hmm. you know? And then I finally was like, I start the more that I used our products and fell in love with it, the easier it was to share because it, I, I had to switch to, I'm doing you a disservice if I don't share these amazing products with, with, with my friends and my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really a good way to look at it. Cause I think we get so up in our, so in our heads about what, what we think people are going to think about us. So we're like making up these pretend responses or thoughts or feelings or how they're going to view us without actually letting them have their own freaking opinion. And it's 90% of the time, 95% of the time, it's positive, you know, because they are your friend or your family member or your coworker. And if you have something that could really help people, it might be for them, you know, and if not, cool, no big deal. Maybe they know somebody, right? Like I love when I get a message or a text that someone says, oh, I was talking to somebody because we're both in hair care. I was talking to somebody and they, they're really struggling. They're looking at doing like a hair treatment or Rogaine or something. And I'm, I'm able to say, awesome, put me in touch. I'd love to help them. So if you can look at it differently, like you said about doing a disservice, you know, it's, it's a disservice to hold this back from people if you really believe in what you have. So I think believing in your product is really important because I think sometimes people have in the past network marketing was people just trying to sign up their friends to make money. It used to be very heavy on when you sign somebody up, you made like a thousand dollars or whatever, something crazy. So it was all about just getting people, not really helping them to develop them. And, and you can talk about leadership, but to actually leading them. And it's so much about self-development. It's not even about really teaching them about, you know, sharing and getting people to sign up and stuff like that. But nowadays, the way that it's set up, it's really truly about helping other people. It's about building a team, you know, and really helping those people to be successful. So I think working through all that stuff, like our minds just kind of go to the negative, you know, we just do that. So I think I I totally identify identify with what you're saying, but also you said a couple of times, we don't talk about this enough, you know, and then we're all internalizing it, but I'm glad that you're sharing somebody who freaking went to school for psychology, you know, and that you yourself can say, I've been there. Like I had to work through that too. So what about as far as now that you've gone through it? So you did it part-time. Did, when did you decide to do it full-time? Like, how did that happen? That must've been so exciting. Yeah. So what I, I joined my company in January, um, 2017. So I'm coming up on two years. So (laughs) ironically, even though I dealt with all of that head stuff, right? Like, can I do this? And are people going to judge me? I was actually pretty successful very quickly. And in looking back, I'm honestly not even sure how or why. Um, Other than like people kind of knew me as being, you know, like a tapping coach and like, you know, this positive thing. And, you know, my brand now is the joyful entrepreneur. So it's like, you know, whatever I do, I'm coming at it with the angle of like, let's be the best versions of ourselves. Like, let's Mm -hmm. feel happy. Let's feel joyful. And so... 
I think that, you know, just I had people from there that, you know, following my stuff online that, that were like, oh my gosh, she's, she's doing this. Like, I want to be a part of it with her. And I think that that it's really important, you know, if, if someone's listening to this and they're just starting out or they're thinking about like, you know, they're on the fence of like, well, maybe network marketing is for me. I want to encourage you to, to, to start posting and being active on Facebook now, if that's how you plan to build your business. And, but most importantly, like give people a reason to follow you. You know, I, I don't think I ever would have had the success that I had when I started, if I wouldn't have been, you know, like if I didn't have anybody following me or, or willing to follow me or listen to what I had to say, but all of, I say all that to, to say that I had quite a bit of success in the beginning and I started seeing my paychecks were doubling, tripling my, my salary. Wow. And I was like, okay, if, but, but granted that it wasn't that much because I, you know, my clients canceling and stuff and it was just basically paid by the hour. But I, I told myself that if I'm making this doing it, you know, part-time, mm-hmm. what could happen if I really went all in? And I really, instead of commuting two hours a day, what if I put that two hours towards, you know, building up my business? And so what, like still to this day, that was one of the scariest decisions I ever made in my life Mm -hmm. to be like, I'm going to walk away from that to pursue this. And, and that came with a bunch of stuff too. But I just, again, it was that feeling of, I'll never know unless I try. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, you know, I've always thought about this is, it's a little different for you for working for yourself, but you know, I worked in corporate America and I could be let go at any time. I was let go, you know, my story. And so that stuck with me. If there's no guarantee with the salary I even have, you know, or the commissions that I'm making, they could take commissions away tomorrow or for you, it's like not having clients. So it's funny how, again, I think it's just all that conditioning we grow up with, you know, like I remember when I told Scott, cause that we had, I had tracked everything revenue wise to show, okay, here's where I'm at year to date. This is what I'm averaging. This is what I'm projecting. So I wanted, I personally, it was easier for me to build up my network marketing income and brand to make more kind of like what you did, where I was making more than my job to say, okay, I'm quitting. So, and I told him, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm quitting. I'm putting my notice in. Cause he, you know, of course we talked about it and he's like, <laughs> he's like, so what are you going to do for the next like 20 years? Cause he's thinking, okay, but now what do you do? You know? And there's just, it's so ingrained. And so I think for you to say, okay, you know, I'm just going to step into it and step through that fear because it's false. It's not even real. You know what I mean? But look at how you are now. Like you live this amazing life. You have this great schedule, financial freedom. You get to help people. Like we get to do stuff like this together. I wouldn't have ever got to do something like this working at a corporate job. You know what I mean? They weren't going to let me have the time to do that. So I think you doing that is huge, but also really freeing probably I'm guessing. What's been your favorite part about the process, you know, where you at, where you are at now, what do you look back at and go, wow, like, I'm so grateful. You know, I, I'm always grateful to network marketing because it allowed me to quit my job as a therapist. And, (laughs) and I, I look back and I, everything like happened the way it was supposed to though. You know what I mean? Had I, Mm -hmm. had I came upon network marketing sooner, I wouldn't have been ready for it. And I also wouldn't have been as hungry to, to do well. You know, so it's like everything happened at the the exact moment, but I think I'm most grateful to it because of everything that you just mentioned. I mean, I didn't have freedom when I was doing therapy. I not only was it the commuting and the, you know, the 
living paycheck to paycheck. But let's be honest, it was heavy stuff. Like I wasn't going there to talk about how amazing their life was going. You know, it, it was heavy content. And so I would come home and I was emotionally drained. And I'm like, I'm way too young to be feeling this burnt out already. I mean, I, I think dentists are, are one of the top five like burnout um, careers, but I, I know oh, therapy's wow. gotta be close behind because it's, yes. it's intense. And so, you know, for me, it's almost like as cliche as it sounds, like I feel like I, I, I got to start a new life or I got to start a new chapter in my life. And, you know, today I went and got coffee with a girlfriend and, you know, we had a mini photo shoot and I'm like, what? Like normally I'd be like commuting to Tampa to deal with people's problems. Like my life is just so much different now and, and I'm happier for it. And I think that that is the most rewarding thing. That is so cool. I love that. And I have been doing nutrition consulting for almost 20 years. And when I got my PhDs, in natural health and holistic nutrition, it got me more into more heavy stuff like cancer and things like that. And it was so interesting because even whether or not somebody was compliant, which you've gone through that where they're not, and that's frustrating, I would feel everything. So I would be just like, like I would take it on. Like it was me who had cancer, you know, and I'm a really happy person and positive. And I was like, this is affecting me. And you think about you know, that Monday morning commute and everybody's in traffic and they're just stop, you know, and they get the, to work. And that's why I think like suicide rates and heart attacks and stuff are the highest on Mondays. And I think that's why, because a lot of people are in an environment and they're nine to fives where they're around that, you know, people just aren't happy. And that's what I think is really freeing about what we do is that we get to choose who we work with. Right. But also everybody is so freaking nice. Like network marketing is not what I thought at all. I thought it was going to be this like you need to go recruit people and sell, you know, and it's not, it's about like, what can I do to help you? You know, what can we do to help you grow? What are your goals? What are your dreams? And like, that's the kind of stuff I freaking do all day. Like you meeting a girlfriend for coffee and having a photo shoot. That's fun. Like, let's face it. Every girl listening to this, she wants to have coffee in a Monday morning and do a photo shoot. So I think you just really summed it up just the way you just described that, that that's a message that needs to be heard. If you're listening to this and you're maybe feeling a little embarrassed about being part of network marketing, or you've thought about it, maybe you're an entrepreneur following along that be open-minded to it. Because even if it's just another tool in your tool belt for your income, I have, I just hit seven streams of income in October. And I think to myself, I'm so glad because not because, well, why I have all this money, but because it's helped me to realize that diversifying is really important. So whether you're a coach or you do want to be an author, you, you, you don't want to just be an author. You know what I mean? It's really, really smart, I think, because what if something happens with that one thing, but it takes all the pressure off because you do have multiple streams coming in. So I am pro network marketing all day long. Obviously you are too, Amy. And I think we need more people to know the truth about it, that it's really life-changing and all we're doing is helping people. You know, that's what this is all about. It's really, really cool. So to wrap up, where can people find you? What, how can they get connected to you? How can they learn more? So I would love for anyone who is watching this and wants to learn more either about network marketing or wants to connect with me further. I have um, a fun little Facebook group. It is called the joyful entrepreneur and that is online. So I would, uh, I would love to have you join me there. Also feel free to add me as a friend, send me a message. I absolutely love connecting with with new people, um, especially, you know, entrepreneurs and people that are looking to maybe start network 
marketing or they're already in it. I mean, I love that Kimberly said that it, it, it's almost like a sisterhood. I mean, you develop all these friends and that was something that I'd always struggled with. I mean, I mentioned I was kind of a book nerd. Like I, I wasn't, I wasn't hanging out in the popular crowd. So, you know, to, to be an adult and kind of rebuild your friend base, it was like, mm-hmm. I don't know, that was another huge, huge bonus and perk of being in network marketing. So I would love for you to either add me on Facebook as a friend, send me a message or join me and my joyful entrepreneur group. Okay. Awesome. And I'll put the links to that of, uh- the group in the comments and her name is in the title of this. You can easily find her. She's on my friends list too. She's also going to be at the social media influencer summit. It's December 8th. So if you haven't registered yet there, I'll put the link below. You need to register now, depending on if you're watching when you're listening to this, we might be out of them, but right now we still have maybe 18, uh, maybe 15 digital swag bags left. The first 50 to register, we're getting a digital swag bag. All the speakers are adding content to it free content and Edith Steinberg actually couldn't make it live. Some of you heard me. Um, we've done an interview together. She's a 2019 social media content calendar that she's giving to everybody that's getting the swag bag. It's 365 days of content that's already done. So literally every day she tells you what to post on social media. Like she is such a genius. So she's donating that. And then there'll be 10 different speakers. Amy's one of them. We're going to go over mastering your mindset, crushing it on social media and how to be a hashtag boss boss babe branding queen will finish the day off with that so if you want to register and grab your spot you'll have access to the replays obviously but it'll be december 8th just click the link and you can register and grab your spot so amy thank you so much for being on today i really appreciate having you and i I think we need a part two for sure so thank you so much yes i feel like a part two is needed to dive into to some more (laughs) of the behind the scenes of network marketing yes i think so too thank you so much And for all of you listening, you guys, until next time, go out there and crush your goals and create the life of your dreams.